Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Anxiety, stress, and distress is what I'm talking about today. Mental physical and emotional, we can see a difference between stress and distress. Most easily recognizable is physical. Let's say that you're training for a race and you know you have to stress your body to improve. You have to train, but you can also go too far and cause distress, which will set you back. This can also happen with mental and emotional pain. When we are stressing and growing, and when we are in distress and going backwards, these are good questions. And how can we distinguish between these two? Discerning if we are in stress or distress is an essential component of learning distress tolerance. In other words, we need to know when we are experiencing health stress. Health stress is usually brief episodes of stress that you can successfully deal with and push through and come to a soft place to land on the other side. We usually learn something from this type of stress and look back on it as a learning experience. What is important to see here is that some things move from a challenge to stress. Let's remember that not all stressors equal stress. It is the response that we bring to the stressor that can make a huge difference. If you feel you are not strong or resourced enough to deal with the challenge and that it will tip you over into feeling pressured or anxious, this is when you are dealing with stress versus a challenge. That's when we've moved from a challenge to a stress. Now let's look at the other side of the stress coin, too little stress, which is not healthy either. We need to navigate this continuum of too much and too little stress for a whole and healthy life. Sometimes we need more stimulation, and if we take it a bit too far, we may find ourselves feeling like we are getting frazzled or anxious and need to back down a little bit. Look at it this way. If we overstimulate our parasympathetic side of the nervous system, the rest and digest side, with something like dread or disappointment, we can find ourselves in a freeze response with little or no energy or affect. But parasympathetic activation with calm and peace and positive emotions leads us to a feeling of well-being. Both involve parasympathetic activation, 
but one is with negative emotion and the other is with positive emotion. Let's flip the coin again and see the same thing with the sympathetic side of the nervous system, the fight or flight side. If we activate this side of the nervous system with an intense sense of fear of failure or demands of, I must succeed at this, we create stress. On the other hand, if we activate the sympathetic fight or flight side of the nervous system with things like overworking to get a business up and running to the place where you are bone tired and weary, Still, you will have a sense of mission and can see the light at the end of the tunnel, and you know the opening is soon, and things will change, and you are happy you are doing it. That changes everything. Having the goal in mind or a sense of mission and knowing when it's over, you will be better off. These are the things that make the difference in how you experience the challenge. Without the belief that you will be better off in the end, it isn't a challenge, it isn't distress, it's just pain. So what we were talking about was that both the parasympathetic side of your nervous system and the sympathetic side of your nervous system can be used for going forward and for causing distress. So as you can see, it's not like one part of our nervous system is bad. It comes down again to our perception of what is happening. So we want to keep that in mind. We want to be sure to understand that both our rest and digest side of our nervous system and our fight or flight side of our nervous system are both equally important in our lives. We just don't want to get stuck in one side or the other. We need to be able to be able to bounce around, move back and forth, be flexible in our lives and our nervous system. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you.
So we can see that there's a difference between removing distress and being able to tolerate it. And much is in our attitudes and our deeply held beliefs. I want you to ask yourself, how can I structure my life so I can find that sweet spot between being able to feel better and learning how to sit with the discomfort? Remember, we don't need to go to all or nothing thinking. That's anxious thinking, black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking. We don't need to go there. We just want to see how can we change our lives so that we can find that sweet spot to be able to still be feeling better, learning how to sit with the discomfort at the same time. An example is like if you were going out into the cold winter weather by wearing a jacket and a hat and gloves and etc. That is all to make you feel better and it makes sense. Going out into the cold weather doesn't need to be just about learning to relax and endure the sensations of the cold. You can be comfortable in it. On the other side of the coin, if you have anxiety about missing your flights and you go to the airport four hours early every time and you end up wasting large quantities of your time to accomplish this, you can begin to see that this has diminishing returns and is not in your best interest. So we need to discern ourselves And this is why working with a therapist or a coach or whoever you are working with, with your anxiety, to help you find those places. When do I need to go a little further? And when am I going into all or nothing, right? We want to be able to still be comfortable, but we can stretch ourselves too. We really want to learn to recognize when we are sacrificing something to try to make the distress and the anxiety go away. That is a trouble spot, right? You do not need to get rid of unpleasant feelings and you don't need to cling to the pleasant ones. Again, that's putting us into all or nothing. We want to go all the way to pleasant (laughs) or we want to get rid of all the negative. It just doesn't happen. We actually can traverse both of these, and feel good by learning to tolerate some of the more difficult times and situations. Where might you be causing yourself pain by constantly trying to get rid of the discomfort? This is a trap, trying to get rid of the discomfort. We can't always be looking for the fluff. It's wonderful when we're there and it feels so yummy but we don't need to reside there. We can handle the discomfort. We can tolerate it. Where might you be causing yourself stress by trying to cling to only pleasant experiences? These questions are important to ask yourself, not just once either, but over and over as you continue on this journey, because the answers are going to change. Do you want to continually work at trying to manipulate your external environment and circumstances? Doesn't that sound like a lot of work, trying to manipulate the outer world? 
so that you can feel somewhat comfortable? Another question is, is trying to fix everything to be pleasant for you worth the effort? You can feel how effortful it is to have to try to fix everything. This is where the exhaustion comes in with anxiety. We don't even know we're doing it. We're just trying to iron everything out. We're trying to solve tomorrow's problems today. We're getting to the airport four hours earlier than we need to. We're causing ourselves all kinds of problems and obstacles, and we wonder why we are exhausted and we have no zest for life. Or do you want to learn to relax into what is? Doing what you can, of course, as we always do, we do what we can, and be open to the experience even if it is uncomfortable. Please try this. Learn to relax into what is what is right in front of you, and be open to the experience, even if it is somewhat uncomfortable. You can do it. I know that you can, and I know that it feels like, but I don't want to feel uncomfortable. So much of life feels uncomfortable. But it is when you learn to tolerate more, there is much more comfort. We can learn to let go and relax into what is, knowing we have done what we can with what we have, and that's good enough, and keep ourselves from falling into unnecessary distress. It's so important to keep ourselves out of more stress leading to distress because we are adding to it with all of our manipulation and need to control. So I want to review those questions for you again, because I want you to take them to your journal and to check out not only now what your answers are, but then maybe put a little flag in your journal so that you can come back to that in, let's say, two or three months and see where you're at again. Ask yourself, how can I structure my life so I can find the sweet spot between being able to feel better and learning how to sit with the discomfort. Where might you be causing yourself pain by constantly trying to get rid of the discomfort? Where might you be causing yourself stress by trying to cling to only pleasant experiences? Do you want to continually work at trying to manipulate your external environment and circumstances? Is trying to fix everything to be pleasant for you worth the effort? Or do you want to learn to relax into what is and to be open to the experience even if it is uncomfortable? Again, we can learn to relax and to go with what is. And once we really put into play, knowing that we have done what we can do with what we have, and that that's good enough, good enough is, is great. Let it be. We can do that, and we can keep ourselves away from falling into unnecessary distress. 
I hope this show was helpful for you, and I look forward to hearing from you with what you would like to have as a question answered on the show. You can send that email to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. And now for today's quote. All life is an experiment. The more experiments you make, the better. And that's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.